0: So I'm filming in a Samantha's living room. Uh, as you can see, she's got a whole lot of plants around. I love it. It's just so cozy and green and it's just so homey. I've been, um, I'm going to be spending the week here with her. Um, I think she's supposed to set up an air mattress for me for, because I slept on the couch all night yesterday. And I realized like I'm 25 now and I really don't have the back or the neck for that kind of thing anymore. So hopefully we get that all set up tonight so I can sleep. (laughs) some. But I've really been enjoying my stay. We just spent two hours uh, walking around her neighborhood. It's Maniank. I think that's how you say it. So she showed me just a couple of like some really cute spots. We took some pictures and then we went and got some matcha lattes uh, just for the walk because it was a a lot of walking and and it was like really uphill too so on the way down it was fine but when we were coming back home I just realized how not fit I am anymore so that's been my life I just came into uh, this vacation just you know like I haven't seen my friend in seven years and we lost touch honestly we only just started talking very recently so it's been really nice just catching up and just hearing all the, like the all the people that we grew up and how they're doing it's just been insane like I she said that we met when we were 13 and 14 so to think that we're both 24 and 25 now and is absolute shocking and just how like we're working adults that's that's so mind-boggling it's hard to wrap our heads around because it's like dang like we just feel ourselves just getting older and maturing and just like the way we talk to one another and like the conversations that come up it's it's just really matured and it's really grown and it's just got so much more depth to it and just it just feels so. I yeah, I've just been really enjoying all of our like little conversations. I thought that this reunion was definitely something worth you know documenting, and I've been trying to get back into. I used to do a lot of travel diary videos that were just terribly edited. It's fun to look back to, but definitely not something that you want to like go back and watch again because a lot of it was cringy. But like, I want this is this is going kind to of be my first vlog, so hopefully. Um, it doesn't fail hopefully i at least get some good editing done like i've been really getting into a lot of like documentation just journaling a lot um journaling ideas a lot and because i've been thinking of starting a podcast and it's i think i'm just really nitpicky about the things i say because there are so many points i want to get across and it's I just want the perfect words to describe like what I'm trying to say. And so I always feel like when I'm talking, it doesn't translate as well as if I'm like writing it because when I'm writing it, it's a lot more, I guess, intentional enough. I specifically picked those words in that particular order. Yes. Just, I'm just really picky. That's why I haven't really ever, haven't released a podcast episode or any of the sort, even though I've recorded, uh, I think about two, just to, just to get the feel of it. And I do enjoy it, but it's, it's, it is it's time consuming. And it does, like you really have to think um, and be intentional about what you are trying to say and just like mapping it out and like having a whole outline for it. It's kind of not, not my speed. I'm still mulling it over my head. I think that a podcast is definitely something I would enjoy doing, be up my alley. I've gotten to this age where Just the idea of traveling, just the packing to get to a different city or a different state or a different country is just like mentally taxing. Just the idea of like leaving a routine—it's almost like my body doesn't want to adapt to a new schedule, and like that's—I I see that as negative in a way because it's like okay, maybe that's uh that's a good reason for you to actually be doing more of these like spontaneous trips or little interruptions into your schedule because it seems like you're kind of being resistant to it and I feel like when you're resistant to certain things then it means that you should kind of like kind of check yourself and be like why am I being resistant to it in a way you know Um, because there is a reason that I was being resistant to it because I've just gotten so comfortable with my schedule with you know hanging out with my cats and hanging out with my boyfriend and just like all these things just nice and wonderful but at the same time it's like sometimes you kind of need that kind of like that jolt where you're like okay your life is your comfortable life is interrupted and you're kind of starved in a way of like a different type of experience that is exciting even though it can be more daunting than your usual regular schedule. There's a specific thing that I did want to talk about which is the word purpose and I realized that different phases of my life certain words will like jump out at me like i think a couple years ago it was discipline or something like that where i felt like life was just beating me up you know like i just kept having just rebuked like rebuke after rebuke after rebuke just like all these things that like needed to change within me and i was just really just making just really immature choices in a way and like just feeling the consequences of my actions just kind of following me and this season of my life i feel like purpose has really been jumping out at me so much it's it's weird because i'll be listening to a podcast two two three different podcasts and the same the word purpose would jump out or um i would be like on instagram I don't have Instagram usually, but when I do, um, I follow a lot of these kind of self-help pages and then the word purpose kind of jump out of me. And I just bought a new book. It's by Eckhart Tolle, I believe. It's called A New Earth, and it's about kind of awakening to your purpose. And like before that, I was like, purpose? That's just such like a, like a pretty destination type of word and i was just like not like i was not vibing with it because i think growing up i it was just ingrained in me like you know like oh god has a purpose for you your purpose to do this like all this church talk about just finding that purpose like that's your you have to know your purpose in order to do all these it was it it was kind of overused for me in a way like it just sounded like a cliche after you've been growing up and hearing that word so much so like purpose isn't as big of a deal as people are making it to be like purpose is just you know like you you live your life intentionally it doesn't have to be anything it doesn't have to be anything major like oh my purpose is to find a cure to this disease or maybe something even smaller like oh my purpose is to work 25 30 40 years at this organization and retire from it and have changed so many lives like the idea that I was created for a specific purpose it was it was just so much and i just just totally didn't really didn't think about it. i feel like i'm in a point in my life where i don't have to be in survival mode you know like i i feel like i'm in a good stable place in my life where like i'm i'm happy like i'm i'm kind of pretty content obviously like there i see so much growth and improvement and so much space to grow in my life i mean i'm only 25 but at the same time, I like I do I do feel like I've come to a point where I I, I feel like I'm stable. I'm just learning and I'm just, in, a, in, a, in a sense like I'm kind of cruising a little bit. And I a lot of times I'll get these like existential. Just thoughts in my head and just just becoming more aware of like our mortality like I feel like I'm just so aware of my mortality and I always feel like time is just so fleeting and that there's just not enough time to be doing everything that I want to do and that's why I I feel like I've always like rushed into things like I've rushed into relationships I've rushed into career paths and jobs and like all these things because I feel like I need to make a decision now I need to I need to be doing this the next the next thing like what's the next thing for me what's the next thing and like I just never really stopped and like realized like hey I'm like literally alive right now I'm like literally floating in space right now in the grand scheme of things and I'm like what's the meaning of life don't you I don't know like I mean most of you if not all of you have just kind of had those thoughts where like what is the point like the point of this what's the point of that like if we just grow old and we just get weak and then we just get sick and then we die you know like sometimes i will think like that and obviously it's not the most it's like a pretty bleak perspective to think of it that way but like eventually we do die so like the time that we are on earth which is so short and it's so fleeting but at 25 I can't I've never felt my body and like my mind changing so much at 25 just like how like one eating just one thing or overeating a little bit can make me bloat for like two three weeks, and just like having to add so much cardio into my workouts just so I can like maintain my weight, which it's the first time that I feel like myself just um just maturing, you know like my body's different, and just the way it adapts to like the food and the environment it's it's very different like my eyesight is so bad y'all like i literally cannot avoid wearing glasses anymore and i used to just like only wear glasses when i drive but i swear like i have to wear glasses now or else i will like not know where i am it's it's pretty bad so i'm thinking of getting contacts feeling like myself maturing and just being aware of like how old I am and how old I'm going to be. So what, what do I want to make of this life? You know, you kind of just have to pause and just, be. you've just been on like autopilot mode where you're just like, okay, graduate. Okay. Career. Okay. Make this amount of money. Okay. Move out. Okay. Save for a house. But like, what, when you get out of that, mindset i always call it the matrix like just kind of like get yourself out of the matrix and just think about like what exactly are you doing you're just like it's a cycle it's a schedule like you wake up in the morning you go to work you look forward to the weekend you get to the weekend you relax as much as you can and you get back to work and it's it just keeps going and going and going it's like are we really aware like are we all living like, are we living intentionally? The whole idea of purpose for me, like that word for me specifically, has no really like religious ties or like the way that maybe like you've heard church people talk about purpose. It's more of like your intentionality. Like, what's my purpose? What's my intention for this life? Like not in just like the everyday living, but like the overall, If like you were to zoom out of your life. You zoom out of your body. And then you just look at it and be like, and think, what do I want to do? What do I want to create? Like, that's also another word, like, what, what do you want to create out of this? And I've thought a lot about it. I've been reading a book called Letting Go. And I cannot remember the author, but I will write it down if I do, um, when I do. Um, he talks about the he breaks down the emotions and he says that love love is the most vibrational energy it's like the highest of the high and i really resonated with that in a way because for the first time ever i'm reading about the idea of love in a non-religious way because i because i was brought up in a very Christian background, with a very Christian background, Christian school, Christian family. And I, you know, I can't even count them a number of times. I've heard the verse, uh, that chapter, of Corinthians, about love, about how, like, the greatest of everything is love. You know, like, without love, you have nothing. You are nothing. And I do believe that when I'm having these depressive episodes they don't last long but they can last for maybe uh a week or two at a time and it's and I think that forcing myself you know when you're down in the dumps it's really hard for you to think of like doing something that you previously enjoy because you just don't find the point in it and I think that sometimes I really have to force myself to stop in my in that point in that in that moment and just think what do you what do you love to do when you are happy when you are happy what makes you enjoy life and I think about you know the 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 relationships I have my friendships um I think about just discovering like how much joy I get from just discovering new places and new foods to eat or like a new book i'm like really excited to read about or just having a really good conversation with my friends or like my boyfriend um those things just fill me up to the brim and or just being with my cats and how like grounding they are It those things they just kind of forcing myself to just do those things and just in faith that i will get out of that phase like in faith i will get out of my depressive um mindset and because I put my hope in these things that I love doing, like the love that I receive back from the connections I have, the love I receive back from the knowledge I gain from just interacting with the things that I love. And I, I just think that's really cool. And I kind of wrote in my little my little notebook. Um, my I I titled it New Theory on Life. Uh which is to love eat do think be around who and what you love because love is the most vibrational energy um I said life is meant for love when we lose a loved one it is very hard for us and sometimes you know like it can drive people to unalive themselves it can turn people it can make people become addicted to these terrible or the these substances or you know just addicted to bad coping mechanisms all these things um because a huge part of the love that we possess in our body needs to be redirected to something once we lose that object of which we love object is in like person or you know like a lifestyle or whatever it is we never lose our capacity to love just the subject So if we think about like a breakup, for example, um, when we, when we experience a breakup, we experience that loss of love, but actually my, like, I believe that we don't actually lose our capacity of love. It just needs to be redirected onto something else because we were just so used to kind of giving like that exchange of giving a such a huge amount of love to somebody else that once there is like the subject no longer kind of exists at least in our world or like in our reality like once like they've moved on or they've found somebody else or if they've left then it's kind of like we just we just have so much of this this space you know like it's just overwhelming sometimes I think that's what we were like grieving it's just like it's misplaced um and I think that love can grow from the lives we encounter um, because empathy grows and love is the essence of joy i feel like you can never take your capacity to love but love can grow i feel like it's kind of in a way it's kind of like a Man, like the egg accent sign in music theory i don't know where it kind of like starts at a certain point and then as you mature you can learn to grow and even though you like will lose some people along the way some friends or family family members or like if you take if you lose anybody like it just keeps on growing it doesn't it doesn't stunt you but it's easy to get stuck in that moment where it's just like wow i can never love again i can never experience love again but you just have to put your i don't faith or you just have to put that belief in yourself that yes you will get past that point and you can learn you can love again you will find you can redirect it you will find new subjects to love subjects people places things food whatever um and. I also wrote that I wanted to be the embodiment of love. Um, I just want to be an extension of love. I want to be a loving person to just so that I can be more intentional about life. If I'm here to do the things I love and to be with the people who I love, then then that's what I'm going to be, you know, and the fact that it kind of took me 24, 25 years to actually know the meaning of what it means to love myself it's it's crazy because you would think that that is the most natural thing in the world and I've been told you know like I've like by my family that I am a selfish person or I only love myself and it's really hurtful like growing up hearing it because you just think very little of yourself and you think like you are only there to for self-preservation and self-protection but that's actually not the case because I feel like a lot of times we grow up resenting ourselves, and then through all that unlearning through like we, we I think when life hardens us we end up becoming softened to ourselves in a way uh so I've been learning a lot about just emotions that it's okay to have negative emotions and it's okay to display negative emotions as long as you kind of display it in healthy ways that doesn't harm you or like the people around you um but I definitely am feeling the desire to create I think I went I was in a point where I was kind of like a sponge where I was just soaking up so much resources, like re- like self-help resources and like new perspectives on life just because of the podcast I was listening to, the, the YouTube videos and like the influencers I follow. I used to follow just, you know, like celebrities or f- fashion influencers and all this stuff. But when I took a look at my the influences around me, I realized that I really needed to... Be surrounded by better influencers you know and I feel like every person that we meet are in some way influencing us and so everyone is an influencer in my opinion it's just like the extent of your the extent of your influence can be larger or smaller but we are all influencers and I feel like thinking and having that mindset really helps us to be more intentional with like the the, the relationships that we're you know, um, connecting to and stuff, because like, if I can seriously influence this person to be harmful to creation, to be harmful to themselves, to be harmful to their friends, like I have the power to do that. And I don't want to do that. Like I want, I want to make healthy decisions and I want to influence other people to make healthy decisions because I've been there. I've been in toxics uh environments where i was harmful to myself i was harmful to people around me and so i i know the consequences of that and you know like kind of like the baggage that you kind of carry when you're in that when when you're in that place but at the same time like you didn't know any better but you do have the responsibility to grow from it and to you know become wise in age and to just to be You have the responsibility to be better for yourself and the people that you are around because everyone is connected. I don't want to sound like a new age lunatic, but (laughs) I feel like you know everything in this world is connected like we have domain over the animals and we so we are we have to protect creation like we have the responsibility not just for ourselves and not with the people around us but the earth as well and the and the and the animals as well yeah so like just like the desire to create because i've been having so many uh just so much information given to me i just feel like not that i'm like all knowing or anything but i i feel like this sense to write it all down or to create something or to just sit down and just talk and just like talk about everything that I've been learning and and it's also very like filling, fulfilling to be able to connect in those kinds of ways I've been working on myself for a little while now but it wasn't November it wasn't until November of the previous year so November of 2022 before I just had a moment it was like my rock bottom and I it kind of um catapulted me into kind of like radical healing and just transformation so with that being said like healing is extremely messy and I don't believe that there is any space for perfection in healing because healing takes so much honesty with yourself healing takes a lot of tears and it takes so much discomfort for you to even get to a point where you can be like oh my god I think I think I'm I think I'm starting to become better like better to myself and better to others healing doesn't all oh, doesn't happen just you know when you're when you Let's let's go back to what I talked about which is just learn it take me t- it taking me 24 to 25 years to fully l- learn to love myself there were a lot of years where i just hated myself like the way i talk to myself is not how i talk to myself now and that's also very important too like your internal dialogue with yourself when you're in a when you're experiencing a negative emotion like if you're mad or if you're sad that that was kind of a gradual thing just learning how to be kind to myself in my internal dialogue and becoming a healthy human being um it was just part of like loving yourself it's it's not just physical you know because I did definitely go through like a gym rat period where I was just at the gym and I was like this is this this is what it means to be disciplined this is what it means to love myself and take care of myself is if I'm going to the gym four times a day and I look great and I'm like confident with my I feel strong I feel healthy like baby girl doesn't stop there you know like it's so much more it's like mental and it's emotional and I feel like the kindest way to begin with loving yourself other than you know the self-care like you know we girlies like to get our nails done and like our lashes done and like we like to dress up and put our makeup on and take cute pictures and post them on Instagram so like god life has got to be more than just Instagram posts you know Like, if you really stopped and think about the, the content you put out, which is a lot of, for a lot of us, it's Instagram. We put a lot of content on there. And it's like, how do you want yourself to be displayed on the internet, you know? It's like, what is the content that we want to put out? And what is the content that we want to consume? Because for me, a lot of it was just changing the the content that I was consuming because I spent a majority of my time on TikTok, a majority of my time on Instagram. And it was so loud. It It was just really, really loud. I had a lot of limiting beliefs um, about men in general because of the relationships that were, the relationships and marriages that were modeled for me at a very young age. I believed that men were incapable of making good decisions, that they were incapable of trust, like I couldn't trust men, that they were incapable of being in charge of their life. And so because I had those beliefs about men, those were the men, men that I attracted. And so I subconsciously put myself in the mothering role where I would feel like I would have to control or manipulate myself into safety, manipulate my relationships to feeling safe and manipulate men or and control men. Um feeling the need to control them and mother them and tell them what to do because I didn't think because I that was the role that I placed on myself and that was the role I saw that men were only good enough to be so that was such a limiting belief for me and when I finally got to a point in my life where I just relinquished it when I got to the point in my life and I was like Jenny, like, that's not, that's not all there is to it. Like, that's not reality. Like, that doesn't have to be your reality. It's a lot. It's a reality for a lot of women. Because a lot of women feel like they need to control men in order to stay in these relationships. But girl, if you feel like you need to control your man, you literally need to get out of that relationship because you're in a codependent relationship. If you feel like you're settling, you're in a codependent relationship. If you feel like you need to be looking at your man's phone, you need to get out of that relationship. If you feel like you you have to be constantly texting him and checking up on him because you're scared that he's out uh, gallivanting <laughs> with another female. You need to get out of that relationship. And you have, you have the ability, the capability of choice. You can choose to leave that relationship because when you do, that also means that you chose yourself. Okay? And it took me so fucking long to get that, that I could choose to not be stressed and to not be anxious. And I could choose to step down from the controlling, manipulating, mothering role, and I can just choose to be me. (laughs) It was like a revelation. It was so crazy, like, just thinking back on it but for me for me to end that limiting belief for me to start seeing men as better than what i used to believe that they were capable of i had to i had to surround myself with the men men that i actually respected men that had sexual discipline men that had men that respected women men that knew how to hold a safe container for you to men that make you feel safe in your feelings men that are receptive to your emotions and what you have to say men who are spiritual and who lead men who lead it took me having to disown that limiting belief and and, and say jenny Either you live in that, live in a perpetual mentality of of anxiety and and just hopelessness, or you can choose to believe that there are good men who are trustworthy and who can lead and who who are leaders and um, men who are safe, men who are trustworthy and who are safe, that I had to believe that. That there are, and there are, there are because I'm with someone who doesn't make me feel anxious, which should be like the absolute basis, like, you know, that you can trust a hundred percent, like, who are receptive and who makes you feel safe and who makes you feel extremely valued, um, and it's not just because I found him but it's because that i've seen because when you open your eyes to that reality you 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 draw them to you like men who are respectful you see them online men who use men who lead other men to respecting women to be anti-misogynistic to to have discipline in all areas of life including sexual discipline. All these things like there are there are great men out there and it's those are the men that we need to be marrying. Those are the men that we need to be having sex with and having babies with and making families with. Those are the men that we need to be dating. When I when I realized that I had the choice to disown my limiting beliefs and choose a belief that would serve me, that was when it really affected the relationships and the friendships i allowed into my life and so being kind to yourself really is to surround yourself with people who make you feel safe including yourself you have to make yourself feel safe first and foremost because if you don't make yourself feel safe then how can somebody make you feel safe you have to get to that you have to get to that point where You just are okay with being alone. You are okay depending on yourself 100%. You are not reliant on any external validation or any external, anything, no externalities. Like you're just you, you're just you. I kind of, uh, I just wanted to say that Everything I said it's because I had to learn the hard way and I'm not on my high horse And I'm not telling you that I'm better than you and I know more than you because I've made some pretty Big mistakes in my life. I've made some huge mistakes in my life, and I've hurt a lot of people and I've had to learn it the hard way and so I just more than anything if i had i sometimes i wonder that if i've had the resources i i the resources i do now if i had it then maybe i would have made different decisions but i think life is not about that at all i think life is to take what you when the universe god Meets you at your point where you you can't, what your point of surrender, where you're at rock bottom and you're on your knees, you're just crying for help because you're just so completely lost. When God, when the universe finally meets you at that moment of rock bottom surrender, I think that's when you're like the most receptible to change and transformation, and it's about your decision. To grow and to change and to be better from that point. So I just hope that some of the things I said resonated with you. And that you will take a hard look at yourself and the relationships around you. And even your life goals and your life ambitions. And to really check yourself, check your ego. um, If that's really the route that you want to take that's the life that you want to lead because I think everybody deserves to embody love but that means creating safety for yourself and that means being with people who make you feel safe so that's all